0: Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And ladies and gentlemen, we're opening the show with some breaking news. Now, granted, the Call of Duty on PlayStation is getting old. But thanks to uh, Phil Dominus Maximus Aurelius Spencer, we do now know the actual roadmap for Call of Duty on PlayStation, thanks to an interview that he did yesterday on The Verge's uh, um, um, uh, podcast where he broke down everything that they're looking to do for PlayStation and its gamers. I don't think it could be any more clear. We have direct quotes that I'm going to read live on the air from Phil Spencer. And of course, we're going to get into other topics now. I did rework... The footage from I was that we tried to play the other day of Vampire Survivors. My God, what a game, ladies and gentlemen! It it listen. Remember, I'm old, so I appreciate the eight bit graphics. Remember when I first started, it was sticks and dots on in 1978. You know, we had we had we had to turn down the lights and mess with the color on the TV to make the ghosts on pac-man have color which of course got me in a lot of trouble with mom and pop but at the same time it was memorable but we have an incredible panel for you today uh, we also have a guest making his second debut on this exact podcast Justin saying my brother how are you feeling
1: I'm doing great this was a uh... This was about the era of video game that I started with, so I feel right at home with this. Uh, I've been addicted to this game, been playing it nonstop. So thanks, Boom. Still got yeah, that no, nervous it's, it's, energy it's, going.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and first of all, thank you, because, ladies and gentlemen, we obviously were short a few guests. Uh, Pongso obviously is working. Mav is working. Boxenberger couldn't be here either. He's stuck working. Um, so, of course, at the last minute, I asked Justin if he wanted to join us, and well, here he is, so I want to thank you for taking the time to be here. But uh, infinite umbr,a how you feeling with all that snow coming down in chi Town?
2: Oh, I'm feeling good. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the cold, so it's 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 one thing I'm used to by now, especially here in Chicago. So, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, jo- Mrs. Boomstick and I are very jelly right now. I'm just gonna tell you because we love the snow. <laughs>
2: there you go. Now I can't go sledding in it yet, just yet. But it's it's getting there.
0: Yeah, but, well, yeah. Listen, um,
2: yeah, been playing some some God of War myself, and I did try out this vampire uh as you called it the craft addiction. Yeah, I did play some of the survivors. It's definitely addicting.
0: Yeah, it, it is absolutely addicting. It is my favorite game of the year. Uh it this 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 little eight bit uh that could has jumped into the realms of uh Elden Ring and Gotham Knights. And so many other of the bigger AAA games that I really enjoyed this year, and I have a strong suspicion that, and I'm again, I'm not putting it out there, you know, for, for clicks or, or likes. Uh, I, I this this could very well be my game of the year, uh, and, and, and that's saying a lot considering how much time I put into so many other games. This is the most fun I've ever had, and I think for me personally, what's uh, most exciting for 2022 is I dipped my toe and then dove headfirst into two genres that I never play. Mm. I don't do soul Light games, so mm. why is Elden Ring currently my game of the year? I don't know, right? Um, we also have um, roguelites, I don't like roguelike games, but something about vampire survivors just clicks with me. I it's guess maybe old I'm school. Old- Old school gauntlet kind of a a, a, of a player. This is a love letter or a vampire kiss to anyone that's a a, a fan of Castlevania. I mean, Mm -hmm. it just screams Castlevania. But
2: yeah, first guy you start off with, I thought it was like Simon Belmont. I thought it was
0: Simon Belmont. Yeah, (laughs) I sure, sure did. And he even has a whip and everything. But listen, Umbra, it's great to have you here, Daniel McGee. What's going on, brother? How you feeling?
3: Pretty good, pretty good. It's uh, you know, it's it's finally starting to feel like winter down here in Texas. The the flannels are out. And the Chick Fil uh, A <laughs> drive through attendants have gone inside. It's all the normal signs of the, of the winter season starting. Uh, so it's a good time.
0: Well, it's a it's you great know. to have you here, part of today's show. I think you're going to have a lot to say on the topic, specifically. Oh yeah. The uh, breaking news that we have with this new interview. Uh, I cannot wait to get into it, but we have to welcome in Mr. TikTok Josh, who got here just in the nick of time on his Mario Kart. What's going on, brother? How you feeling?
4: What is going on? So glad to be here. And guess what I'm doing tonight? I am finally taking Halo to the bar because it turned 21 today. So, oh, yes. Uh, sh- shout out to Halo. I'm actually, I'm drinking my coffee out of a disintegration mug, which is a game from uh, uh, Bungie. Oh my God. Well, it was from it was from the creator of Halo, Marcus uh, Leto, Marcus Leto, so the the father of Master Chief, and so uh, yeah, shout out to Halo. So excited to be here, excited for the 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 breaking news. I think uh, I think we're gonna have a really good conversation here, and I gotta let everybody know I'm gonna be in Philly. December nice. 3rd for PAX Unplugged. If anybody's going to be there, we're going to do a meetup at Yard's Brewery. Oh, dude,
0: that's so awesome. So
4: I, I would love to meet meet some of you guys. Uh, Yard's Brewery on, on December 3rd. Come, nice. come hang out. It'll be a good time.
0: Nice. Uh, uh, PAX Unplugged sounds really cool. Uh, I hope they open that up uh, to some potentially coming to New York, maybe even uh, Boston, where they have PAX East. Uh, that would be pretty dope. Um, but listen, let, let, let's get into... The breaking news. Uh, now, obviously, this was reported on many sources. Uh, Tom Warren has reported on this, but I pulled the article from VGC.com. It was written by Chris Scullion, who I've talked about on this show before. And the opening ar- article title says Phil Spencer says he's open to committing to Sony that Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation longer term. And uh, the, it has the sub a subquote of the Xbox boss suggests he may be willing to make concessions. Now, concessions are something that we expect to happen uh, for the EU and the CMA to approve this deal. Um, I think that this deal is so important to Microsoft as a, as a whole uh, that goes so beyond Call of Duty that they are willing to commit to a very, very long term deal. Of having Call of Duty on PlayStation and after the uh, announcement last week that in 10 days, Call of Duty made $1 billion across multiple platforms, it only makes sense. And what's crazy about that number is that if they, if the next Call of Duty that is published under Microsoft Game Studios actually launches via the cloud or new hardware on the Nintendo Switch, folks, that number, that 1 billion in 10 days, could be knocked out in half the time because, well, you're adding a new platform on top of Steam on top of PC, on top of Xbox and PlayStation, it would be epic. And Microsoft, well, you know, they like money. In fact, you know what? They love money, and so do their investors. But let's get into what the article had to say, and I want to let you know that I'm reading verbatim from the article because this news is breaking, and it says uh, this. Speaking on The Verge's Decoder podcast, Phil Spencer explained that he was open to making a commitment that would make Sony and global regulators happy as Microsoft continues to await approval for its proposed acquisition of, Act, uh, acquisition of Activision, Blizzard, and King. And this is what Phil had to say. This idea that we want to write a contract that says the word forever in it, I think is a bit silly, says Spencer. But to make a longer-term commitment that Sony would be comfortable with that regulators would be comfortable with i have no issues with that at all but he also goes on to say while attempting to clarify that we that, that that we're no tricks or loopholes in his statement spencer added this we think call of duty will be on playstation as long as players want to play call of duty on playstation and that's not a competitive threat against playstation that's a pragmatic way of looking at it. He also continues, folks. If if they want a streaming version of Call of Duty, we can do that as well, just like we do on our own consoles. There's nothing hidden behind my back. Uh, he again, I want to just keep adding to this. Sony does not have to take Game Pass on their platform to make this happen. There's nothing hidden. We want to continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation without any kind of we- weird, aha, I figured out, I gotcha. So let's start with Justin Sane, who is our special guest today. I, I-, I got to be honest with you. Uh, if I'm Phil Spencer at this point, I have to admit that I am sick and tired of talking about Call of Duty because of the fact that I don't understand how clear... He could make it now. Again, in business, there's nothing we've never seen a business write the word forever in a contract. That is, you would never do anything. Literally, impossible. You cannot do that in business. You cannot be asked legally to do that in business because things of things change. What if Call of Duty takes a nosedive like Battlefield? Now, is it likely? No, but what if Microsoft says, "Hey, listen." We don't want to be uh, required to put out Call of Duty every year. We want to put it out every three years so these teams, eight different studios, could work on games that, like when you, when you team up with Microsoft, they say, you want to work on a game? What do you want to work on? Go for it. That's the attitude that Phil Spencer, Matt Booty, Sarah Bond, and the rest of the staff have over there. They want their develop- developers and their development community to be comfortable and work on what gets them excited to be a developer in gaming. What are your thoughts on Phil Spencer? Can he make it any clearer, Justin?
1: Yeah, I, at this point I think he's just annoyed about that he still has to be talking about it. You know, they want to move on with this. They don't want to get stuck in the mud with this. They have other things they want to be doing. And Sony's over here crying about Call of Duty, but nobody nobody's trying to keep Call of Duty from Sony. They just they're happy keeping it stuck in the mud because Microsoft can't move forward until this is done which means they're holding them back he's it's kind of a crappy way to do it but he's doing his job by doing it and uh, it's not winning him any friends and in the long run i think it's only going to hurt sony so um but you know it's uh it's never been about call of duty it's always been about mobile and getting their foot in the door on other platforms cuz you talked about getting Call of Duty on Switch. Well, you can, uh, you, you can get it on mobile with the cloud. It, they're not looking at just one dimension. And Call of Duty isn't the key to their success. It, it, it's not just one thing. And Sony's so focused on one thing, but everybody else wants to move on. And uh, I think that's kind of where we're at right now and where everybody else is, except for the people that are grandstanding for a piece of plastic. I I think you're onto something.
0: I think the grandstanding for the piece of of plastic is ridiculous. Look, I'm going to sound a little salty here, folks, so please bear with me as I expose the truth about Boom. Um, I am really tired of Sony being allowed to move unchecked. They have, for 20 years, been the dominant platform, and I just want this to be understood. I take nothing away from what Sony has done for the industry. Let, 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 let's call a spade a spade here, folks. Okay. They have great hardware. Their controllers, eh, you know, I, I kind of like the offset sticks, but I can still use my PlayStation uh, you know, five controller and be just and be fine with it. Um, but They make great IPs. They make great games. No one is even suggesting that they don't make the quality. I don't like the nickel and diming. Like, I like PlayStation, but I hate Sony. I don't like the way Sony nickels and dimes the people. I don't like that everything (laughs) has to be uh, an extra fee, where Microsoft is doing it. Now, I understand you're talking about, and I'm not being facetious here, folks a billion-dollar company versus a trillion-dollar company. And I get that that sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud, but Sony is not Microsoft. They do not have the, uh, the, uh, the funds available to make investments in gaming the way that Microsoft does. I mean, for crying out loud, we're hearing rumors that Sony's uh, Sony Pictures is doing so poorly that it might be actually on the chopping block, which, again, like I said, this on m- m- multiple shows. I hope that happens. Just so my Marvel gets Spider-Man back again, and now they don't have to, uh, you know, play these this this no Spider-Man on Xbox uh, shenanigans. But that that's a, again a story for another podcast. Infinite Umbra, I want to go to you. I think that this is clear as day. It should be clear as day for regulators. I think that when you look at what the regulators are saying, this is the sticking point. I know that there's been some talk. About potential, you know, cloud and, and streaming services, I, I get all of that. I don't actually think any of that matters to any of these regulators. I think that the sticking point and the most vocal aspect of this deal is Call of Duty. What are your thoughts on Phil's interview from yesterday?
2: I get a sense that, and I commented on it uh, under Tom Warren's uh, tweet about it. I get the sense that much like us, Phil is is just sick and tired of talking about this. (laughs) You know what I mean? He wants this to be done and finished. Now, we talk about it as it's relevant, you know, to to the news for us as far as things go. And it's one of the things we have to cover. But after a while, it kind of becomes, you know, a a repeat, right? But I know somebody who's higher up like Phil and, you know, dealing with this stuff every day. I know he has to be like, I'm so tired of, explaining this because he was just cutting that guy off at a point he just cut right to it like nope those games are going to be there even if you want to buy it if you want to stream it whatever we can even make that work if you want to we're going to treat it like minecraft he was very clear uh (laughs) he didn't give the guy a chance to try to move around and dodge any other way i think Phil and team are just tired and want it done just like we want it done uh and and just to say i mean to comment off what you had pointed out about playstation it is tiresome to have them kind of dictate and try to dictate how things can run on the Xbox side of things. And that's one of the reasons why discussing this um, matters, because it's it's something that, that always strikes me as really negative, too, where Sony can, you know, get away with a lot of things Microsoft just won't get away with. And the fact that, you Know they can try to dare dictate off of acquisition and Microsoft paid billions for it, it's ridiculous. It's like it's like you t- trying to tell me what to do with a game I bought or something, it, it makes no sense. Um, even though, of course, that's you know, Apple's well, you, type, know you know what,
0: I, I want to add uh to that conversation and I want you to respond to it. Uh, one of the things I said in a tweet, uh, specifically to Ricardo, who was uh, was, uh, uh should have uh and uh, and was uh called to the carpet so to speak mm. with his comments of my PlayStation reprimanded I yeah yeah i i actually said where was the CMA the FTC and the EU commission as Sony has dominated the market for 20 years and in some places folks have a 70 plus percent market share control do you know mm. that that is in, in 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 pure definition monopoly. of what monopoly is, mm-hmm. is seventy percent or better, and in many locations, Sony has that by by a fistful. So let mean, me let, again we have to call one of we have to say let's call a spade a spade here. Where were all of these regulators with their concerns while Sony ran unchecked for decades?
2: Probably playing their
4: PlayStation.
0: That's Probably playing
2: the PlayStation. <laughs> yep. That's the first thing that comes to mind thinking about that guy and what he said, and I just found it funny how he tried to come back after he wrote that and was like, "Oh, just to let you know, this is this has no bearing on anything with them, and it's my own comments and such." But that's not what you said in your first tweet. Your first tweet was directly talking about your PlayStation and how you know you brought up your company that you work with. And by the way, the, six months ago, that guy did work on the part of the acquisition team overview uh as far as that goes by the way so he's not as innocent as he tried to portray it he actually he absolutely was on that team and even if he wasn't he's been in with that company for years so him saying something and somebody actually that actually has some knowledge of gaming yeah his insight might matter and to sort of sit there and say that is a very big conflict of interest and that's another thing i dislike uh, you know, and I think people t- tend to get this idea. It's the same thing when I talk about reviewers or people who give game of the year nominations. People have this thought that bias doesn't play a part into these journalists thoughts and things. It like absolutely that.
0: does. 100%. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. It does. So somebody saying something like he has here. Absolutely. He has contacts there. He can say, yeah, well, this is not this. This is not fair. They shouldn't be allowed to do this. Who's to say what that could lead to? Who's to say that they? they couldn't be swayed by him yeah so I you know what's
0: what's interesting and i looked this up and this someone said this in the chat yesterday according to his linkedin he actually worked in the division five months ago Mm -hmm. that decides these he was the spokesperson for the eu commission on whether or not they were going to approve a deal so he does have connections and he does he has worked there in the past five exactly. months ago.
1: You know, it actually goes a bit deeper than that, Boom. Because if you look at the amount of time that he's worked there, that was about the time Brexit happened, and these uh, the European Commission and the uh, uh, and that whole Brexit thing, all the power was shifting. So he actually yep. helped stand up, and he was a big part of that when they started. So everybody there's going to know him, and he's going to have his
0: he's going to have his say. Absolutely, yeah, and everybody there's going to know him. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's good stuff, Umbra. Anything you want to add to the conversation? before him, take I move it over to uh, uh, Daniel McGee.
2: Uh, just to say, I'm, I'm, I, I, we all see it. Like I said, the field and team, I just they want this situation done and, and finished, and they couldn't be more clear with it. I don't think it's a matter of concessions, like people say that they have to make concessions, concessions rather, and I don't think they're trying to make anything. I think their their biggest thing is to make sure they secure the you know, ABK deal, not only for Call of Duty, which, like you said, brought in a billion in 10 days. Um, It's also mainly for the mobile part, as we all know with the King situation. So uh, I think they just want to get that done for more. So for that part to reach more of these 2 billion, 3 billion gamers they wanted to reach.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely believe. Listen, here's the thing, folks. You know, like I said, I talked about this before. Uh I remember many people, In this gaming community, as well as the journalistic community, clowning on Phil Spencer when he said 3 billion gamers. Oh, this guy's a fool. What does he mean, 3 billion gamers? You know what the problem with a lot of people? They only look through a keyhole. And they see a picture, and they're like, that's what it is. Where Phil Spencer is not – the reason he's the head of Microsoft Gaming, and he was upgraded in his position and probably pay – when this ABK deal was mentioned is because he sees the broader picture, which is what I o- always look at. And maybe that's because I'm ex-law enforcement. I don't, I don't look narrow. I look wide because I want to know what's coming from the left or right. But what, what are your thoughts on this um, Daniel?
3: Yeah. So it's really funny that he, he's coming out with this right now and being like, yeah, I've got no problem uh putting, call of duty on playstation for for an extended period of time like like it it feels like it's it's a bit of reverse psychology right where he's like okay all right i'll back down i'll let you have this but like we know that that was always gonna be the case right like call of duty is is such a big franchise that it doesn't make sense for him to all of a sudden stop selling it on playstation because it's going to make so much money over there right every single time that a, a copy gets sold on playstation they get 70 percent of it and 30 percent goes to playstation so like every single time that a game is sold on <laughs> on playstation it's it's like they're directly giving the lion's share of the money to their direct competitor so of course they were going to keep it there it makes so much sense it's like the best selling game of any year, sometimes it's the best two selling games of any year. You know what I mean? So, th- the idea that he's like, oh, "Okay, well, we're willing to make some concessions," is like it. It feels like, all right, you got us, like, like a, it kind of a, like a joke. Um, but it's 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 very funny to me that they also made sure to add that that bit in where they're like, we will continue to have Call of Duty on PlayStation. For as long as people want to play Call of Duty on PlayStation, because it reminds me of all of the people lately who have been saying like, Oh, why is this JRPG going to Xbox? No one on Xbox wants to play RPGs, which is like complete nonsense. Uh, because obviously there's an audience for, for JRPGs on PlayStation or on Xbox. Like it might not be the same size as it is on PlayStation, but there's tons of people who want those games over on Xbox, and the more of them you have over there, the more you grow that audience. It's it's just common sense. Um, so it's it's really funny that he made sure to throw that in there as like a well, if if it stops selling on PlayStation for some reason, then we'll stop putting it there. Um and Umbra, uh, you brought up the the idea of like the the media bias towards it, and it's like, yeah, we we know that that's a thing, right? We know that that's a problem, and mm-hmm. you don't have to look any further than we just got the nominations for the Keeleys yesterday, right?
2: <laughs> the Keelys,
3: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, you look at the at the the Game Awards, and it's just like it just it feels like it's just a, a way for jeff to tell playstation how much he loves them right <laughs> you, you, you're not wrong like, you're not wrong like you look at some of the things that they've made and some of the choices that they've changed uh over the last couple of years especially uh and it's it's very clearly always to the benefit of playstation right where it's like death stranding was coming out and everyone was like oh this game is almost entirely licensed music for its soundtrack and then jeff came out and he was like this year we're gonna have it so that licensed music counts for best soundtrack like for the first time <laughs> and we're like okay yeah i see how it is and then like playstation comes out with a, you know psvr and he's like we've decided that vr deserves an, a, an award of its own right or uh you know they start announcing all of those uh adaptations for netflix or whatever and a week later, Jeff's like, we're going to do a best adaptations category, even though, like, there's been video game adaptations and stuff forever. But this year, yeah, this it's, is the it's, one that we need to add it."
4: You
0: know, it, it, Daniel, to your point, <laughs> uh, we've heard people. Look, I, I've said this before, and I, and I want this to be clear. OK, I think what Jeff does for the industry is important. OK, I'm, I'm never going to take away what he has done. He has made main he has brought gaming to the mainstream with these awards i love seeing uh, a lot of these developers who usually were never acknowledged by mm. the public get these awards i think it's important that i will state i will state that i think it would, i would will be say important. my my uh, what what has aggravated me about jeff and where i will give him his smoke his righteous smoke if you will is how he is so blatant about being one-sided. He comes off as this industry savior, right? He puts himself out there as the industry savior, but his, and again, I'm an Xbox guy, folks, mm-hmm. but I have always, since we started this freaking channel five years ago, have always given Sony their flowers right along with Nintendo when they deserve it, but will of course give them the righteous smoke he doesn't do that he's very he's very very one-sided and i don't necessarily think he cares or he knows that he's doing it but please continue dan
3: yeah well and then i think the you know the most recent most obvious example of this is is that you know last year forza couldn't get nominated for anything because it came out on what like the seventh or something
0: it was actually on the last
3: day and apparently his his
0: excuse for forza not being a part of game of the year which by all rights it should have won was that not enough people had a chance to play it which is bullshit pardon (laughs) my french folks because the game went out uh a week i i want to say eight or nine days and you know how i can say that that's an actual fact because thanks to the generosity of microsoft public relations i got a review copy i got mm-hmm. it a week and a half before and i had put in 25 hours before the game even went live so i did my review for the channel and so anyone that's and i'm a nobody folks i i have I, not even twelve thousand subscribers so if i got it all of the major publications got it as well so again i call bs but please continue
3: yeah, and so then, so Forza couldn't get nominated because it came out too late. But then, you know, I think it was—it might have been the same day or like the day after they announced the God of War Ragnarok was going to be in, released, uh, even later in November than, than Forza was released. He's like, you know, I think that this is the year that we're going to push it back to push back the acceptable date for these games. Yes, like, he did. Yeah, it's like this is transparent. Like you're not even trying to hide that this is the like. God of War is the reason that you decided to push this back. It wasn't because you were like, oh, well, last year we got in trouble for it. No, it was never that. Because you didn't care until it was affecting God of War, right? Like, it's exactly that. And, you know, you you brought up a good point about the Game Awards where you were like, you were saying that it's it's nice to to give those devs, you know, their, their flowers and give them a the time to, to really shine. But the Game Awards barely does that. Like the Game Awards is so confused about what it wants to be. You know, does it want to be an award show or does not want to be a showcase? Because right now they're not doing a good job of being both, right? It's it's this thing where you come back from an ad break or a new trailer and Jeff shows up and he's like, and this one best RPG and this one best racing game and this one. And he just rouses them off really fast because they don't matter to him, right? Because giving out the awards doesn't make money for the show. Right. And you have to make money for the show because it's a private company and you can't pay for a show like that unless more money is coming in. Right. Which, like, I completely understand. But it's like, hey, if you're only gonna be able to give screen time to 10 of these awards, then only give out 10 of these awards. Because the other ones that you rattle through are meaningless. Right. You're give you're not giving anyone the time to to talk about it or just you know, show up and and say how meaningful this is to them. And it's it's nothing, right? It's absolutely nothing. Um, and it's like, it would be so easy to just cut some of the awards that nobody really cares about. Like, like best esport player, sure. Okay, but do we need best esport event? Who even accepts no. that award? Does the owner of the event, like, does the person who put the show together oh, accept it? Does the venue accept it? Like, why are we doing that one? Like, there's so many like that that you could just completely remove and save that time. Well, there are 31
0: categories
3: them. this year, Daniel, which is
0: yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs>
3: And I think God of War is nominated for twenty six of them.
0: Yeah, God of War has the most nominations. Uh, (laughs) Horizons: Zero Dawn is up there. Um, God uh, of War
2: is nominated for who said "boy" the hardest.
0: Yeah, that's a good good (laughs) award. Hopefully, uh, I win that. Boy, you know, I mean, maybe I get an award Uh, award up on, uh, you know, on on the uh, the uh, advertising of Double Barrel Gaming. I got an award for saying "boy" the strongest. (laughs) Uh, it sounds
1: like those uh, those people that just watch the Super Bowl only for the commercials. Well, that's yeah. I mean that's the thing though, right? Because
3: that's if you ask people on any given year what the reason why they watch the Game Awards is, it's for <laughs> it's for the <laughs> announcements. Like the people who are watching, like people always want to bring up, oh, the viewership is up every year, and it's like, yeah, they're not there. To, they don't give a damn who is like best performance or what the best are like. <laughs> sport racing game is they don't care no they're there because they think there might be a new, another spider-man trailer and it's like okay well then why is this an award show <laughs> because you're barely giving any time I, to the people who are i can read, read the, the winners award.
1: afterwards i'm watching for the commercials and for the announcements and everything else yeah
3: and because it has to be both right now it's this weird like cluttered mess where the the announcements get in the way of the people who want to watch the 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 awards and the awards get in the way of the people who want to watch the announcements. So it's a worst experience for, for every single group of people who want to enjoy this show. And if you just cut out a little bit of the awards and a little bit of the, of, of the announcements, cause you, you know, which of the announcements are, are worth having. You don't necessarily need to be like, Oh, and here's another update for fall guys or whatever. Like you can cut that one and you could easily take that show from like a, a four hour show down to two and have it be the situation where the ideal viewing like right now the best way to watch the game awards is to like not even watch it at all and then get a collection of the of the trailers afterwards from like IGN or YouTube or something because it's 4 hours of just nonsense right and I got that, that's why I stopped covering it. Really I, I usually cover it. It's
0: usually on a Thursday before I used to cover it when I first started. And you'd be sitting there for four hours, and you're ooing and ahhing, and 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 you're getting copyright claims because of music. And now I just talk about it on, on the breakfast at boom uh, the next day, and we break down all the major events and and and, and uh, uh,
3: announcements yeah it's it's such a weird situation and i've I've gotten off track of the original topic of of, you know this interview by by wide stretches um but it's just something that was on my mind lately so
0: no no no, it's it's okay this is a conversational podcast i i appreciate uh the 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 conversation that, that that's ongoing because it's fresh it's It's real, it's not uh doctored it, it's not written down and you're reading off a napkin or anything. You're just being honest, and what you had to say, Daniel, is absolute fact. but I want to reel it back in, and I do want to go to n sixty four Josh because Josh, out of all of us, you are as uh what I could define as a digital businessman. You have your toe and your well I should say your toes in every pool possible because you understand the business, you, are, you want to make money, just like the big companies. Uh, hearing Phil Spencer uh, once again, in and in, I don't know, his one billionth interview since this was announced in January, that they're going to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. I, what, what, can he make it any clearer to anyone that had doubt is my question
4: no i think it's i think it's plenty clear especially the minecraft statement right like they they want it everywhere and at the end of the day and i think i think justin brought it up uh early on i i think the 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 bigger piece of the pie here is mobile that is that like thousand percent i I just thousand did a quick search uh, you know call of duty mobile still makes more money from what i can see anyway just doing a quick google search then then the mainline games on all the systems on PC, like that, that right there, like that's what shareholders care about, right? Like at the end of the day, it, it seems crazy because I know Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 just made, you know, a billion dollars and is setting records. But mobile's been doing that. Like mobile's mobile's been been bringing in those billions. You know, just Call of Duty mobile. I'm not even talking about the other games within because the other games that they're they're bringing up now is Diablo and that mobile experience as well right So it's and I can't imagine it's going to be too long depending on uh, if they if they find it's uh, profitable or not but overwatch is already on the switch so that's another one that could probably make its way to mobile eventually as well there's and, and the reason is' just there's so many more devices, right there's more mobile devices in the world than there are people in the world and so you can't touch that like sony can't touch those numbers nintendo can't touch those numbers pc can't even really touch those numbers as the way games are continually getting better hopefully and uh and so that's that's really like as a business i'm sure they're thinking we just want this deal to go through to start making this money back with these mobile games. The other game, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's all part of the it's all part of the pie. But the 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 I almost feel like this Call of Duty conversation is like it, it's it's for a it's there's a lot of people that 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 see Call of Duty as like the biggest factor in this whole thing. And it's really- can I can
0: I throw a number that's going to blow everyone's mind? Please. I just pulled a report. This comes the way of uh, uh, GameWorldObserver.com. Um, and th- check this out, folks. You, you, you think it's all about Call of Duty for Microsoft? L- 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 let me give you a 90-day perspective for quarter three on one game. According to the report I have in front of me, again, GameWorldObserver.com. I will add this to the show notes so you can read it for yourself. Last quarter, uh, Activision Blizzard, in which they're considering quarter three of 2022. Okay? Check this out, folks. Candy Crush made $316.8 million in 90 days. You think this is about Call of Duty, you are a knucklehead. I'm telling you, but please continue.
4: No, because now if, uh, you know, there's the potential for you know if if we think big picture game pass could tie into candy crush to some way that gives you know you sign up for candy crush and you get or you sign up for game pass and you get x amount of turns for being a game pass subscriber that you you know that 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 equals out that adds more value to that player base right i know a lot of us that are that we're we're sitting here on an xbox show we're thinking candy crush it's i mean there's the, the the proof right there there's massive money in casual games it's it's there but if you can if you can bring those casual gamers into game pass if they can spend 15 bucks a month instead of the 20 you know or, or the the 30 and get that same value but now they're in the game pass uh ecosystem and they're paying that every you know month after month where they're they may they may differ a little bit from month after month with candy crush maybe it's only 15 here maybe it's 10 maybe but but they're they're getting a month after month. I mean, I pay m- monthly for Fortnite, right? Just to there's there's a l- there's a few few extra bonuses. It's ten bucks a month, and I get a, i am I'm I'm racking up V bucks. Like there's so many more. There, there's just so much, so many more bigger plays that are going to be happening with Game Pass than just Call of Duty. That it's just like it it, it almost feels like it's just a like such a small a, a small like they're like yeah. Keep Call of Duty everywhere. We don't give a shit, <laughs>
0: you know. No, like... I, I, that's dude. It it is. I mean, who doesn't like money? Investors like money. Microsoft, first of all, Microsoft has already made back the seventy billion that they spent on this, or they potentially will spend on it. So that's yeah. not the issue. They want to keep generating money. You know. You know what I want to do? Uh, I I do want to bring this back around because something popped into my brain when you were talking josh that i think is very important and potentially relevant to the conversation and that is whether or not microsoft takes game pass to the next level and what do i actually mean by that now remember i said this months ago i don't have connections at microsoft dropping me nuggets of information i just i read the tea leaves like everybody else uh but here's my question i'm gonna start with justin here um, one of the things that I thought about months and months ago—I'd even say beginning of the year when this was announced—Game uh, Pass is currently available on the Xbox. It's currently available on PC. Uh, it's available on your TV and wherever else you can you can find the app. But you know what I'm thinking? Do you see in the future a potential of Xbox Game Pass for mobile? potentially being $5 a month and offering perks in games like Candy Crush that would ne- normally cost players like the $10 pack that I've actually bought before it gives you x y and z and it's $5 a month you get it every month do you could you imagine the um, the amount of monies and potential Xbox Game Pass subscriber numbers they would be in the hundreds of thousands simply because of mobile being as big. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I mean, that could tie into exactly what Phil Spencer was saying about being a price increase. Cause say you make Xbox ultimate and you want to keep it called Xbox ultimate include mobile. Well, you up it to $19.99 a month, there's your $5 right there or $17.99. If you want ultimate $4.99, if you want uh, game pass mobile. But, uh, another thing that, uh, I just want to piggyback off what Josh was saying, was this Diablo Immortal, Counter-Strike Go, all these, all these are still mobile experiences. What Microsoft can do um, is bring a console experience to mobile. When Diablo Immortal was released, it pissed a lot of people off because Diablo was first a PC game, then a console game. So it was on PC and console, and you're bringing a mobile experience to what console and PC players loved well let's reverse it let's give let's give mobile players a console experience and I think that's where the real power of the cloud and what you know what uh Microsoft's going to be doing online that's where the big big uh, money comes in at. I, I agree. I think you're onto something.
0: Real quick, before we move on to Umbra, I gotta thank uh, some super chats and some channel members who drop messages in here. First one comes the way of Ice Cold, who's been a member for three months. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you for all the support. He's always been in the in, in the chat, and I appreciate you being here. And of course, I appreciate uh the uh you know you being a part of uh, the channel membership. Thank you so much for that, uh, Sith Lord, a good friend of the program, who's been a channel member for. Six months, says, um, after dropping a $2 Super Chat, happy 21st anniversary to Xbox and Halo. Indeed. Actually, I should have probably led with that, but this was breaking news. We also have Raiden Blade, who's been a member. Wow, man, holy cow, one year. Thank you for that. He says this after dropping a two-pound Super Chat, never trusting reviewers. Um, Let's see. uh, uh, 5% God of War Ragnarok completion. Yeah, I, a lot of people did that. They looked at the graphics and said, oh, this is a 10. They don't care about the story. They're just like, oh, it looks real. And the graphics are gorgeous. Let's call it Spade to Spade. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. I mean, God of War is a freaking visual masterpiece.
2: It's a looker. I, w- I, o- I only wonder how great it could have looked if they would have stuck to the ninth Gen, though.
0: Uh, like, it probably would have looked ridiculous. Uh, yeah. But again, it is it. it you got to admit there are wizards over there, how they can get that game to look and run on the PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Bonkers, right? Especially um, in,
2: in light of evil west and all these other games, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. indeed. Indeed. Uh Chris Gomez, good friend of the program, drops a 5 out super chat and says Microsoft is thrilled that the, their focus is on Call of Duty. They are thinking if that's all the regulators focus on then they look at everything else free as a consent decree that's that's interesting and that's a great point highlander 001 drops a five out ten dollars super chat and he's been a channel member for two months thank you for that he says great panel hope you're doing good boom i play world of warcraft and my friends who play world of warcraft have purchased series as hoping that wow will go to console but even if it doesn't or even if it does not they hope it goes to PC Game Pass, and it probably will. That, that that's almost a guarantee. But
1: Umbra, I'd love to talk to you about that at some point, Daniel. Yeah, the, uh, oh, uh, we, we wow, yeah. Oh, we will definitely. Oh, yeah, we will definitely have that if, conversation. I'm not a wow. It's all. Yeah, i I'm
0: I would definitely. I, I would play it. I would definitely give it a shot. Talk but, about
1: the meta. That's gonna be the real meta.
0: You, you're not kidding. People would be getting married left and right in that thing, like they have in the past. <laughs> um um bro let's get your opinion on xbox game Pass for mobile uh i'm not i don't have a business degree right i have Mm -hmm. 37 college credits from the police academy and all the trainings that i went to but i also know common sense and this to me seems like a (laughs) no-brainer what are your thoughts
2: yeah it just makes a lot of sense and it just goes back to what we were talking about a minute ago where we were saying that Microsoft's biggest thing is not necessarily uh, Call of Duty. It matters, obviously. It's a big time franchise. It's making tons of money, as we see. But King itself is where it's at, and they want to expand there to grab more of an audience. So, Mobile Game Pass makes ton a ton of sense. And this isn't the first time that I've heard the discussion come up about that, you know. And uh, it just it makes a ton of sense. And and you can actually parlay that into you know a lot of uh Microtransactions and things like that too, which, by the way, I think Vampire Survivors would fit perfectly into a mobile situation. Just it absolutely say, would, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah.
0: And you know something, I'm not gonna front; they, they'd get my money. Yeah, yeah. I can well, see it. A little
1: joystick in the control, or a little joystick down in the corner, and you're good. That's it. Yes,
2: yes. A little touch screen controller. <laughs> One thing I do wonder though, because it seems like it'll be heavy on a CPU, so this thing probably you'll probably have to have a nice higher end phone for this. Actually, I would
1: imagine with all the with
0: all the sprites on the screen at once. Yeah, Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, depends on how much is
1: streaming, how much of the data is put on uh, the phone, and how much is put on Mm -hmm. uh, Microsoft services.
2: Yeah, but like so much going on at times that it looks like the game is broken from videos I've seen. So I wonder how that would work on the phone. But that aside, just to say, yeah, I mean, it's it's smart. It's a super smart idea to do, and I think I don't think any of us are like necessarily geniuses when we come up with the thought of them going that route, Microsoft is absolutely going to go that route with it. You know, that's, they, they see it like we see it, you know? And so it's nothing new under the sun as old saying, it, it just makes a ton of sense to go ahead and mono, you know monetize that and, and almost say monopolize but monetize that and, and, and really get that going. It, it does make a lot of sense. And I can see them, if they really expand in that direction and, add quality games that you can play mobile through mobile yeah i'll be all for that too i play hell I, i stream a lot through my using my razer kishi and my uh note 9 while i have my uh current phone my uh galaxy s21 ultra free so it it definitely manages um i definitely get on it rather like that all the time anyway so it would just make a lot of sense if they brought quality games that can be played through it uh subscription through that as well absolutely
0: yeah you know something a uh, shout out to drawn tj who drops a, a very generous five dollar super chat says don't forget the family plan is coming soon for 21 or 25 dollars and that's right sorry for yeah. the banging folks they were doing work on the apartment that's why i can't uh, actually i'm trying to get to everyone and say hello like i normally do but if you hear banging i apologize daniel i want to get your opinion on uh uh, xbox game pass for mobile is this something you see in microsoft's cards
3: yeah i mean absolutely i don't know necessarily if it'll be like its own completely separate launcher or anything in the same way the pc game pass is um but i could very easily see it being that situation i mean especially now that they own king and will almost certainly use them to make other like you know candy crush already makes tons and tons of money but i'm sure king will probably expand and maybe start making mobile games based on other xbox ip now that they own so much of it um you know it's it's just it's easy money you know what i mean it's that thing where you know phil spencer said he's going to reach a billion players or 3 billion players or whatever and you can't do that without mobile right it's just it's just completely unrealistic um but you know everyone's got a phone in their pocket and everyone wants to not just sit on their hands while they i don't know wait at the dmv or whatever right so if you can whip out game pass and start playing vampire survivors or candy crush or whatever that's what people are going to want to do um so i think it's i think it's very i think it would be very smart for them to do it and i would i would honestly i would be shocked if they didn't Um, it's, it's very much that thing where, like, it's going to be interesting to see how much effort they put into it, where it's like, are they going to create new mobile studios? Because, because they have, I think, two or three now, because King obviously is good. Well, I guess they don't technically own King yet, but you know what I mean? Uh, King is, you know, the big one, um... But I think one of the, the newer purchases over at Bethesda before they were acquired was also a mobile team. I think like road, was it roadhouse or. I believe one it was roadhouse. Yes. yes. Yeah. It was either roadhouse or the one that used to be um, the Brink guys. I can't remember their names right now. It was roadhouse. Um, you made me think of family guy when you said that too. Family, roadhouse. roadhouse. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, so they have a couple of different teams, you know, who are mobile teams, Um, and, and yeah, like somebody brings up in the, in the chat, there's already been a couple of, uh, Xbox and and specifically Bethesda themed, uh, mobile games like fallout shelter that did very well. Um, and gears pop, which did not as well. Um, I don't, I bet it made money, but it wasn't popular. That's for sure. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd be very excited to see the direction that they go with that. Yeah, I agree. I I can't wait to see it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be a
0: perk that comes along. Alpha with, dog. I, that's what yeah, it is. yeah. Alpha dog. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, I, I don't know uh, if it if it if it's something that is added to a game pass ultimate that eventually raises the price a couple of bucks, which we are, you know, again they they're not they're not raising any prices this holiday. That's been confirmed. But at some point, game pass is going to go up. And I'm and listen, I don't cap for the billion dollar company. I don't want anything to go up. But if they continue to add value to it, like allowing me to add four four friends and family members to it for twenty five a month, they add Ubisoft Plus, which is supposedly still coming, and you add a mobile aspect to it. You you can't argue that uh, the the value proposition is 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 un, 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 unmatched. But Josh, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Again, you look at things from the bigger picture. You've talked about mobile before. You you are obviously uh, someone that is infamous on uh TikTok and you do a lot of things uh you know w- with other platforms. How important would be an Xbox Game Pass
4: for mobile
0: to happen after this deal is ultimately approved?
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that, but I want to touch real quick just something in chat I see from uh Sappho says I want to know who's next after the ABK deal. And I that's I a great almost, question. It almost feels like there's a, a lot of this call of duty, this call of duty conversation is just, is just prolonging the inevitable to keep, to keep, to keep that next studio out of uh, Microsoft's grip. Right. That's, that's kind of, that's kind of what this, it feels like just some, just some stalling. Cause it, it's, it's, it's really, it's going to happen if it doesn't, we'll, be, we'll all be surprised. Right. As far as mobile goes where like, yes, absolutely. It, again, $5 gets you, you know, you know $10 worth of plays on Candy Crush, who's not who's not buying that? Not to mention the other games that could potentially be there. The other thing that has my mind going is as we've seen like right now I happen to be scrolling TikTok today and I saw Ninja playing Fortnite and he was driving a Rocket League car in Fortnite, right? So what's going to stop Microsoft from making a you know, a a Minecraft version of Candy Crush. Yes. Or, yes. or watching these brands start to interlink and really you, you know really start to combine and like like boost that branding because again those casual players playing Candy Crush, there's a good chance they probably have younger kids who might be into Minecraft or aware of Minecraft. There could be conversations that happen like, oh look, I'm playing like you know, I'm, I'm playing Minecraft on my, uh, you know, in, in my game, Timmy, or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be that, that, that could get them excited. It could also bring in new people. Cause if people are really big fans of Minecraft and they know they can play a Minecraft, like they can play a Minecraft puzzle game while they're, you know, while they're waiting for whatever, that might be a draw for them. There's, there's just so much, Like we have to remember the power of those brands is so strong. That that you throw Minecraft on anything, it's probably going to do fairly well, and so it it just can really it, almost in. A, I know for some of us, it may be the first time we even would even touch Candy Crush, right? Because it's not something that we that that most of us are gonna are gonna uh, gravitate towards. But is Boom
0: and I uh, play Candy Crush. We haven't played it in a while, but we play it on a regular basis. She loves it. She's a, she is the queen of Tetris. That she's yep. the queen of puzzlers, and she does very well in that game. And she hasn't spent a freaking dime in all the years playing. Mm. She's that good.
4: And, and it could be the kind of thing, too, that that it gives King the opportunity to make a puzzle game completely around Minecraft. It doesn't have to necessarily be a, be a tie-in to, to Candy Crush. There could be... It, it just leaves so much opportunity to take the pedigree of these amazing mobile publishers and then give them xbox ip which now includes bethesda like they're they're they're, they they really can uh start reaching those three billion gamers that that phil is talking about and the the mobile aspect here i think is a much bigger player than than what we're seeing talked about on twitter and stuff uh based on just the the back and forth between sony and microsoft and so uh, at, at the end of the day, I think there's absolutely a chance we see some kind of a of a mobile Game Pass because it also would include cloud gaming, right? So on top of just you know adding value to Candy Crush and different games like that, or, or even you know making the the season pass like there's season pass on Call of Duty Mobile, like so if you, if if you're signed up for Game Pass and you get you know exclusive uh, items, and then you you can save you know just like i do in Fortnite right now where i don't have to i don't have to get the season pass it's just included in my membership week after week or month after month there's uh, again those those uh, that continued revenue from from a a game pass mobile with the cloud gaming it's really a it's it's really a recipe
1: for success i absolutely agree yeah yeah jump in justin yeah I was gonna say, uh, Pagel's already done this with World of Warcraft, very similar to Candy Crush, and I mean it it let it lit that game on fire. I mean, just the amount of attention that you Nation can bring is branding into games will uh, will make you know millions, if not billions, of dollars. It yeah, it's
0: it's ridiculous. Exactly how many, um, uh, how much money uh, it would it, it is actually going to make? But what I what, what I want to do. Is we're talking about money, right? You happen to we we happen to talk about uh, three huge IPs that Microsoft doesn't own, but they're partnered with. And I want to talk about the potential of how important it is for Xbox to win this holiday. Well, I'm going to tell you how how important it is. They just announced, folks, a new bundle. This bundle is going to be 239 bucks during Black Friday, potentially uh, even uh, even stay that way maybe a week later, and then happened to go back up price and then dropped down right before Christmas. It is the Fortnite, Rocket League, and Fall Guys Xbox Series S bundle. It comes with V-Bucks. It comes with exclusive DLC for Fall Guys and exclusive cars for Rocket League. And I want to bring this right back to Josh. Josh, this is uh, what is happening here. And, And I talked about this many, many times on other podcasts Uh, a couple of years ago sony did something ingenious they found a way to release a spider-man playstation 4 slim include spider-man 2018 with it and sold it at every possible store online and in physical form for 199 dollars those those numbers josh have yet to be broken or even matched. But I have a strong suspicion that this Xbox series S that's going to be 240 bucks has a real shot to give them a run for their money. It's, and and we, we, we have heard that they have doubled production on this model over the series X. What are your thoughts on this newly announced bundle? Uh,
4: I, I think it's fantastic. And I, I did, I did two, two 12-hour streams this last weekend and we talked uh, i had a few different people coming in and one in particular was talking about you know should i get the digital ps5 or the the uh physical you know the one that can take the disc and and i just asked right off the bat like what what's the purpose for the ps5 Not, I, it's neither here nor there for me but their reason was for fall guys call of duty fortnite right and so to see this bundle drop and and that's the direction i i i pushed her towards i'm like you could get you could spend 25 bucks a month and get yourself the uh the system right now you know i didn't know if maybe she was partial to the controller or the the exclusives or what the case was and it wasn't any of those things it's just one of the twitch streamers that she follows plays on the ps5 so that's that's what she was she was thinking she would go towards not realizing that the options that were that were available with just the 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 series s she's also probably not like you know
0: well, she's not a diehard gamer she doesn't follow i mean she follows a twitch streamer so she's a little bit more savvy than the the, the moms running into gamestop and asking for the playstation xbox right you know what i'm saying
4: <laughs> r- right yeah exactly that exactly that and so but she was kind of like i didn't even know that was an option right that there was that there was this option out there that is technically going to save her you know depending on how the the route she goes if she goes with this bundle that would save her 60 bucks if she goes with xbox ultimate the you know the the and she just needs it
0: for console which would be 10 bucks
4: well yeah i think you have to if you do the if you do the
0: oh no you get you if you if she did the 25 a month yeah uh, you would get that included you had to get two years right yeah and you still save
4: you still save 20 bucks or something on the overall price of the machine anyway right so so it's just it's such a great value i mean the series s has been something i've recommended to so many people where like maybe their kid has a switch and they're like uh they're like what's another what's another console like again i'm like well this is the best route It's it's unlimited games at their fingertips and and they you know they can they can do some of the the major titles that that kids are really enjoy like minecraft and and things like that which i mean again they're available on all the platforms but as far as just the value prop for people that aren't interested in like the bleeding edge i need the you know the 4k 120 Like the series S is such a fantastic. I hate to say this,
0: Josh, 80% of the populace that plays games. Don't give a flying foot nanny. They just Mm -hmm. don't. They're not into the, their, their TVs barely are able to be hitting 4k, let alone 120 frames. It is a small populace. Uh, That's us. You know, there's, there's 450 people here. We're the diehard gamers. You're here listening to this. This panel is loaded with diehard gamers. The average gamer, 80, 80 plus percent, the, the normies, as I like to call them, with no offense, are not caring about what you're saying, Josh. And that makes sense.
4: And the at the at the end of the day, and I'm looking at chat, too, you know, somebody saying all access is insane. And I mean, and it, it, it is. It is. It's, it's, it's crazy. There is a, there is a get... problem
0: with all access. You know what the problem is, Josh? And I know Microsoft is listening to this uh, program right now. I'm very fortunate that they actually do listen to the shows. So if you're listening to the show, here's my righteous smoke. There are two problems with Microsoft right now, specifically with Xbox. It's the two M's, marketing and messaging. Okay? Everyone, that is anyone, Josh, should know that there is, especially during a fiscal time in our generation, where people are having a real difficult time putting groceries on the table there, this should be plastered on every bulletin board, a back, a back of a magazine. It should be on the minute you turn on your TV. They should have this plastered. This program of Xbox all access should be front and center. And it's not. And that's, is the problem
4: josh and it's exactly the next thing i was going to say it's on them to market this right fortnite still has incredible pull you can look at the the amount of streams you know the people watching streams on twitch which is not just it's not the 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 best way to gauge numbers but it's still a very popular game right you're not seeing kids flossing like they were a few years ago right it's not it doesn't quite it doesn't have quite that pull it's going to be on Xbox to market this game or to market this bundle this season um, because Spider-Man sells himself, right? Spider- Spider-Man is a very well-known IP and you walk into a game store and you see Spider-Man tied to a $200 PlayStation. Boom, it's going to... It's, that's, it's that's literally people buying three shelf. at a time, Josh. Y- yeah, it's going to fly off the shelf. Now, full circle back to what we were talking about those casual gamers that are potentially buying presents for their kids this Christmas get an advertisement for Xbox ultimate when they fire up candy crush. Now you're talking about marketing billions of eyes just like that. And that's going to move more consoles and that's going to put more money in Xbox's pocket.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Daniel McGee. let's get your opinion on this brother. This, this is the big, this is the best bundle that I could possibly see for Again, hitting on every hot free-to-play game, Fortnite. Well, it speaks for itself. Rocket League, No Slouch, and Fall Guys. Three free-to-play games that exploded on the scene, included with all kinds of V Bucks and, and, and bucks for you know uh, for Fall Guys and special outfits and special cars. This is a great bundle. What do you, what are your thoughts on it?
3: Uh, I mean, I think it's phenomenal, right? this is I mean, we've talked about how this is clearly aimed at like a younger audience because of the the games in question um but I think it's also aimed at just like the streaming community, so obviously streamers themselves, but also just anyone who is a big fan of streamers, like like Josh said his his friend um because these are i mean those are three of the most popular games to stream even even to this day, you know, despite the fact that they all came out quite a bit ago, you know, they have, they have a lot of staying power and they have a lot of weight behind them because they just really took the world by storm. I mean, if you could find a way to slap a among us in there too, that pretty much seal the deal as far as I'm concerned. Right. It's uh, it's definitely the, the exact kind of bundle that is going to sell like crazy this holiday. Right. There's, there's no doubt in my mind that people are going to walk in looking for a console for their kid for christmas um and see hey this thing is only i mean 299 but probably cheaper by the time black friday rolls around probably 250
0: it's um, actually been it's been actually advertised uh, already uh in target oh, yeah? walmart uh for 239.99
3: oh dang yeah so like yeah so <laughs> so they're gonna walk in they're gonna see that price tag they're gonna be like, this is way cheaper than i thought they're gonna see oh it has all of the games that my kid cares about right on the cover uh, it gets them bonus bonus stuff in all of those games. I'm going to be the coolest uncle on the planet, right? And, you know, we're going into a recession if we're not already in it. You know, I think that's pretty clear. You know, I I went to uh, Raising Cane's the other day. It's a chicken place down here for those non Uh And the the price of a Caniac combo is up like three bucks from what it was a year ago. You know what I mean? Everything is more expensive than it used to be. And so... For people to be able to to walk into a, uh, a any game store and be like able to save that a, a big chunk of money in the holiday season, where everyone is already kind of pinching pennies because you know it's like uh, you know I'm able to pay my rent and do all my bills, but now I have to spend a couple hundred dollars on my kids or on my friends or my family, right? Um, it's a it's a it's going to be a tough time for a lot of people, and the the ability for people to walk in and see something that's a lot cheaper and has everything that they care about, and you know it's it's this value proposition that PlayStation either doesn't see or doesn't care about, um, and they're you know. Their fan base, at least the ones that uh, yell at me on on Twitter and YouTube comments, or, or leave horrendous messages
0: about. on YouTube, right? Yeah, th- yeah, those are the best. Those are the best. Right?
3: Yeah. Uh, it's like, hey, that wasn't even what the video was about. What are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> I didn't even say nothing like that. Uh, but no, it's it's a big deal. Being able to save any amount of money going into this this holiday is gonna be it's gonna be massive. I mean, my my family this year. I mean, we're not you know broke or anything, but. You know we're we're hitting hard times where it's like uh, my my sisters came up to me and they're like, hey, would it be okay if this year we just like went on vacation or something like we did sort of like a Christmas with a crank situation so we could spend uh, save a little bit of money on buying everyone on gifts because like one of my sisters is you know putting a lot of money away for for her wedding and and uh, her her fiance just yeah, got actually, laid off real, real so, like, life stuff yeah yeah it's tough times for for everybody yes, yes. so you know. Being able to still get into gaming and like feel like you're not having those troubles for a little while is a big deal. I know a lot of people say, "Hey, if you don't have the money for gaming, you probably shouldn't get into it." And you know what? There's probably some degree of right to that. Like, you know, if if you're struggling, maybe don't go buy a six hundred dollar VR headset because you don't need it. Um, but like, there's no reason why you have to give up the things you love just because it's hard times you know you just there's you have to find better ways to do it and this is one of them
0: i i couldn't agree more uh, umbra i want to go to you next brother uh this 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 deal that we're talking about 239.99 walmart target uh it's 249 um at uh at uh, uh game it is uh 240 at costco everyone that's anyone is going to be selling this console anywhere between 50 to $70, $70 less than its manufacturable uh, price that is out there for the holidays. Uh, this comes on the heels of, of Sony now charging for the digital PlayStation 5 450 bucks and $550 for the disc version. Microsoft has a real opportunity here to snatch the holiday from PlayStation. Who the, Even the Switch, I would dare say, what are your thoughts on this new bundle, but You are muted, brother. Oh, you know, maybe he stepped away for a hot second.
1: Yeah, um, I can uh, piggyback. Yeah, off ju- what jump you were in, saying Justin. Earlier, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll we'll grab your yeah. ear on this. What What are your thoughts on the yeah. bundle coming on the heels of a price increase for Sony?
1: Well, um, if you m- don't mind me piggybacking on what you were saying about the value and everything. If you don't mind me talking about my story, um, no, no, no please, by all means, it's a conversational podcast. Go yeah. crazy. Um, last year I was working as a uh, store leader at GameStop out in uh, Arizona, um, came out of the Forge out there. So, shout out to those guys. But, um, we, we thought I had stomach cancer. Um, I'm a disabled vet, we knew it was the only a matter of time before I'd have to actually leave work, and uh, I lost a lot of weight. And, uh, finally I'm making it back to where I'm healthy and I want to start oh, doing glad, things. That's, let, uh,
0: well, let me just jump in and say, thank you for your service brother. And I'm glad that you are doing well, uh, health wise, because without your health, video games don't matter.
1: <laughs> but, uh, living on a military pension, it, it ain't a lot of money. You know, I got a six year old son. This will be the first year that I'd, I'm not pulling in pension and working. So it, it's tight. So it, it kind of sucks. And, uh, you know my son's favorite game hello neighbor they're coming out with the sequel guess what i don't have to buy for christmas this year it's already saving me money because he'll be playing yep. hello neighbor for free on that xbox and uh one thing that this price does is it's going to put xboxes everywhere and one conversation it's going to shut down that we were having was developers saying that we need to get away from the series s I mean, if you're putting this much out there, there's no way that support for it's going to be ended. Any, any anytime dev soon. that's
0: saying that is is. I'm sorry. Listen, I, I'm going to say yeah, something if, potentially disrespectful here. Uh, if you are a developer, and I'm not, if you're going to turn around and, and 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 jump on the bandwagon of saying that this this system shouldn't ex- exist, then you are lying, and you are an embarrassment to your other developers. Because quite frankly, I'm not a developer. I will say it again. But the lowest common denominator has been and always will be PC. PC has a thousand configurations that they must, uh, they that they, they must uh, consider, and the, the as it was called by some developer, a potato. Give me a freaking break! It has, and I said this before, and I'll say it again, Justin. Right now, the Xbox Series S, the potato, has and can play. Uh, uh, 80 plus games at 120 frames per second where the playstation can only do uh 23 so that is a four to one difference on this potato
1: yeah it's a great system i mean it did exactly what it was supposed to do for us you know my son has one he's six years old he uh he broke it last year i had enough money to go get him another one it's you know i'd be crying if i broke my series x but uh it's uh it, it's tapping into i mean they saw what the switch did and its price point and how many people snatched those up everywhere and uh it's not a coincidence that they came out with a system that's around the same price and uh they kind of tapped into that price point i think that nintendo did so it uh you know it, it was a proven price point that they took advantage of
0: i agree i absolutely agree i think i think there's something to be said about uh about having a price point that is uh, not only attainable uh, whether or not you're on a budget or not I, I, I and again, getting back to what J- uh, Josh said earlier, we we, we agree that the um, Xbox uh, um, offering of, of being able to pay 20, as low as $25 a month should be on every it should be everywhere we don't know enough about it, I know about it you know about it, people in the chat know about it but we are hardcore gamers we already have a Series S we already have a Series X. In some places, like my house, we have both, so it's interesting, but I do want to move on to a topic that I think people cannot wait to talk about, and of course, that is a story, folks, that I pulled from GameRant.com. It was written by Parth Bagaria. Bergar- uh, it was published three days ago. I sat on this story because I wanted to really get sink my teeth into it, but apparently, according to the header of the story, Starfield fan compares planet size to Skyrim. Now just take a step back for a second and think about what that statement says. Not the game, a planet that you can land on is as big as Skyrim. Explosion of the brain. I don't know about you, it's one of my it's one of my most anticipated games. Of 2023, I am cannot wait to see what Todd Howard and that team has devised for its fans of their very very unique genre. Bethesda puts out games that are legendary uh, across decades. This is the first new IP in over a decade, potentially more. We know for a fact, thanks to God Howard, as he's known in many circles that this is a game that he wanted to make, folks, 25 years ago, and the technology wasn't there. Here we are in 2022. Yes, it was delayed. Yes, a couple of days ago we should have been playing this game, but that's okay because we want the perfect product. I do want to bring this right back to our special guest, Justin Saying, According to the article, Starfield takes Bethesda Game Studios' design philosophy – outer space and players will be able to explore all sorts of planets and one of someone that i guess has inside knowledge has compared a one planet to the size of skyrim which is freaking huge how excited are you to explore the universe of starfield and will this be one of the games that just takes over your life
1: Oh, yeah. Me and my wife already have plans to put my computer monitor in the living room. She'll be playing on the TV. I'll be playing right below it on my computer monitor. We'll be sitting there, you know, playing the whole time together. And she has over a thousand hours into Skyrim. It, it's a game that she has literally played for a decade. So to say, I mean, it, it's almost a lifestyle game. It, It's like World of Warcraft. Some people just play it and play it and play it and don't stop. And Sorry, I keep talking about World of Warcraft. They got a big expansion coming out. So no, that's gonna listen.
0: It's it's <laughs> going to be a part of Xbox. We were talking about that oh, in, yeah. in, in uh, earlier. That 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 if that goes into Xbox Game Pass for PC, it's kind of game over, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, and it, uh, you know, they're saying three miles is the size of Skyrim or five kilometers for Europeans. It's uh, and that's one planet. But the best, the best part about Bethesda games aren't those uh, wide open spaces. It's the little vignettes, the little stories that they tell. You go into a building, you can see a guy sitting at a computer in Fallout, and you log onto the computer, and it'll tell you a whole story about some mishap this guy had, and you're laughing your ass off. It's uh, it's the stories that they can tell, and that area doesn't excite me. But the area that they have to tell those stories in is what excites me. It's the handcrafted parts that they uh, that they do, the little pieces that they go in and put here and there that really give detail to the game. And they have a lot more area to do that in now, which is the part that kind of excites me about it.
0: Yeah, it's 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 very exciting uh, for sure. Um, Umbra, are you back, brother?
2: I am. OK, I am. So,
0: so listen, um, <laughs> there's two, l- let's grab let's grab your ear on two things. Yeah. Uh, First, you you missed your uh, uh, your chance to talk about the bundle, which has been confirmed to be Fall Guys, uh, Rocket League, and Fortnite. Uh, You're going to get V-Bucks. You're going to get dollars to spend in uh, Fall Guys. How big of a deal is that for Xbox, considering that Sony has raised their prices? And then obviously we're going to jump back to the Starfield uh, conversation.
2: Oh, it's major. I mean, I I heard a bit of you guys talking on it after I rejoined, but it's just it's major in general. I mean, we talked about it before um, here on the show where, you know, the series S being a value proposition in general, paired with paired with uh, Game Pass, along with the ABK situation, how well that would do for for Microsoft in general and how appealing that has to be for us as a consumer. Uh, Yeah, that that deal is excellent. Um, And I and I can see it, you know. I can see them really going hard for that, this holiday. It makes a lot of sense. And I think it's just a, uh, it's a big time money maker for them. It's going to be a big time money maker for them. I think actually I nice. have my a family member of mine actually, who was looking to get a new console. So this will be perfect for him. I actually have to tell him about this because he was talking about, Oh, I didn't know you got a PS five on play. God of war. I was like, well, you know, <laughs> you can you, you come over for thanksgiving and get you know jump in on it i suppose but you're not getting my ps5 but um and i'm not moving this gigantic obelisk and uh and i said well you should probably get yourself a new series S. It's at he has the xbox one x i believe right now so he's not joined us in this so i said perfect perfect time right now to to jump into the new new gen so what better way than this i agree here?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's good stuff. And we're going to see a lot of people. We're going to see a lot of those stories. Uh, you know, a, a, neighbor, a neighbor, a friend, uh, uh, you a know, loved one came over. They saw me playing X, Y, and Z. Um, and uh, obviously, we've, we've talked about this before. The Series S is outdueling the PlayStation 5 in many regions. And they don't have any, quote, unquote, bangers, as the kids mm-hmm. say. I can't wait for what 2023 is going to hold. For that console uh known as absolutely. the potato by spice by, by, by some people's uh judgment
2: our, our hooved brothers and yeah.
0: yeah yes brothers and sisters every, everyone's involved <laughs> yes absolutely but listen let, let, let's get your opinion on the starfield uh uh comparison now this obviously again the story comes to us from gamerant.com uh one of the paragraphs says a starfield fan compares the size of one of the planet's Uh, one of the game's planets as to a full world of the elder scrolls five skyrim uh that is a statement bro uh and and what's interesting here is that it has been confirmed by bethesda by todd howard himself that uh, starfield will let uh players explore over a hundred solar systems with thousands of planets and it has confirmed once again that this includes Handcrafted planets, as well as procedurally generated ones like No Man's Skies, uh, this is a big deal, dude. This is going to be a game changer. And I, I, I gotta tell you, if you don't own an Xbox, this seems like one of the games that would make you buy one.
2: Oh, it's a console mover for sure, it's going to be. Um, and I think it's going to be big. I'm thinking it'll like I thought it would when it released wouldn't would have released this year it would have been up for game of the year but I'm, I'm happy to see this still coming in this major for us is coming to game pass but think about what you just said where the game the guy said that it's comparable to one planet is comparable to skyrim skyrim is 15 square miles i don't know if you all knew that the map size of skyrim is 15 square miles so that's one planet inside of this game it's a gigantic game and I was already planning on putting thousands of hours into this. That right there guarantees it. So and it's like you said, it's a lifetime type of thing, a lifetime lifestyle type of game. It's going to take you a lifetime to get through it with that type of stuff. So I can see it being uh, great. And I can only imagine once the community gets their hands on it on a PC, what they can come up with. That's the thing I'm most excited about is the mods and such like that, what they'll, what they'll do with that and how far they'll go with that. But yeah, boom! It's gonna be a major, uh, major game for us next year for sure, without question. I'm really excited. Uh, on um, mod situation, I'm—I I'm, told you, I said it before we talked about it. I said I'm trying to go for the hand solo, the hand solo rap. I, love for, yeah, I love it. I love what I'm, you're
0: putting down. They were talking my yeah, language. <laughs> I'm
2: look. I'm looking for that Millennium Falcon, and hopefully somebody can, you know, mod that into it. But yeah, that's going to be spectacular, man. I, I'm really excited for Starfield. It's it's hard to really put into words right now how you know how much we are looking forward to it as well because we only we've only seen so much and we have to wait until next year to really get more. But um, yeah, it's my most it's, it's my most anticipated game for next year without question, and that yeah. right there just makes it even more enticing
0: yeah i agree Uh, i hope that the mods at some point to some extent do come to console Uh, i know that there's some talk about whether or not that's going to happen immediately or not but i'm going to play it uh like boba fett i'm going to be hunting people uh i am hoping (laughs) at some point that i can uh, that i could fly the slave one because yes please and i don't know if i can put anybody in carbonite but if not (laughs) i'll just kill them it's fine it's uh (laughs) I'd bring the you know, like, the, like, like the Mandalorian said, "Warm or cold, it's it can your." Can be Starfighter taste. all the way. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, let's uh, let's bring in Daniel McGee, who is back. Daniel, are you there, sir?
3: Yeah, sorry. I think uh, <laughs> I think my internet's just uh, doing a, doing a bad. Well, Having no, it's okay. It's time. fine.
0: Let, let, let's get your opinion on, on Skyrim and the potential of how big this game is going to be. Uh, we do. It, it, it's, they said that the one planet is the size of Skyrim proper. Mm this is going to have hundreds if not thousands of planets some procedurally generated some handcrafted how big is this game actually going to be and is it going to be a life stealer
3: oh absolutely yeah i mean even skyrim and and like Fallout, any of the fallout games were were life stealers people put hundreds and hundreds of hours into those games i mean you don't have to obviously you can play through i think new vegas and like uh, I think you could probably speedrun that thing in like maybe three hours if you really knew what you were doing. uh. But it's, it is, I'm excited for it, but I'm also slightly concerned about it. Um, Cause it's this thing where it's like, they're saying that this game is miles and miles and miles wide. uh, And the worry is that the trade off for that is that it's going to be an inch deep. Right. And that's, I don't know that that's going to be the case. I think it's more likely that it's going to be, you know, there'll be a handful of planets, like maybe 10, 12, uh, who knows, more with DLC, I'm sure, that are more handcrafted and are, you know, sort of what we expect from a a Fallout or a Skyrim, right? You know, it'll be that level of experience. And then much like, you know, any real solar system, I think the majority of those planets are just going to be Here's a rock, and you can do your base building here, right? And and I'm sure, I I know without even having to see anything about the game, I know for a fact that that's going to be something that people really ride this game for. Is like, oh, they said it was all these planets, and some of these planets are, aren't anything. And it's like, yeah, but like, what about the good ones? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it, it is going to be that thing where you're going to land on a planet, and it's going to be okay. This is just for resources. Like, this is it's going to be like, like Mass Effect kind too. of like Mass
0: Effect, if yeah, you will. Yeah, where like, yeah,
3: where there's some planets that you land on, you drive around, they don't really do much. Uh, there's other ones you just probe and get resources, right? Uh, and then there's ones that you go and you have a whole several hour long, you know, campaign on. It's, or you get
1: eaten by a worm over and over again. Or you get eaten
3: by a worm over and over. You know, <laughs> the 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 hallmark sci-fi tradition of getting eaten by a giant space worm. Uh, it's <laughs> it's going to be great. You know, it's going to be that thing where I think a lot of people who, who want to be down on this game, because there's a ton of people, uh, there's probably people in the chat right now who want to be down on this game just because it's going to be, you know, a really big deal for Xbox and people aren't prepared for... <laughs> the the ridiculous amount of content and good content that Xbox is going to be able to put out over the next, hopefully, rest of their existence now that they have so many studios, right? Uh, and this is going to be one of the first major hits on that track. And so there's going to be a lot of people who are like, you know, these planets aren't as deep as they should be. it's not They're not as fleshed out. But I think if we just look at the planets that actually matter, those ones should be fine. Um, but it, it is something to keep an eye on, right? I, I know people hear procedural generation and they get scared by it, uh, that a lot of these planets are going to be absolutely nothing. And I, I think you need to keep in mind, of course, that like the landscape of Skyrim and a lot of the other Bethesda games already were procedurally generated. And then they yeah. just stuck oh, so locations true. on top of it, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, does ramping up the scale on this level mean that we're going to get a lot of situations where it's like i've been through this same building before like this is the same prefab building that's just on a new planet almost certainly right some people are going to be cool with that other people are going to be real upset about it and make sure to tell everyone on twitter that they're unsubscribing from game pass but you know it's going to be one of those things where we're just going to have to wait for the game and see how it turns out
0: yeah, I mean, listen, obviously, this game has been in the oven for quite some time. Obviously, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't correct enough or wasn't right uh, that they felt comfortable releasing it on 11-11-22 like it originally was uh, announced. Uh, I, I love that, that they're willing to take a chance. I mean, listen, say what you want about Halo Infinite, uh, it, you know, being getting that year delay and, and, ma- and maybe it didn't have enough, uh, you know, uh, uh, stuff for you to do. I still gave it a 10 out of 10 because, quite frankly, the multiplayer is genius. It's it's fantastic. So I, I like the fact that they're willing to. Uh, and again, it, it takes balls of steel to do this. They literally abandoned an entire 12-month period with no first-party game. Now, granted, Pentamin is coming out or, or it, it's out. Uh, and people are, I mean, it's getting tens as, as well as, you know, something like God of War, which is why this gaming industry is amazing. Think about that for a second. I said this on Twitter, and I, I don't mean to go in offshoot here. In the same month, Vampire Saviors, uh, Survivors, God of War, and pentiment three different genres, three different sizes of games, all tens in many people's eyes. That is why we game, folks. That is why we play gaming uh well. we game on multiple platforms because that actually exists and i think that is freaking awesome but josh let's get your opinion on this you know one of the things that i find very very interesting about uh say skyrim about starfield is that because there are planets that are going to be procedurally generated uh th- those water cooler moments are, are going to be vast Uh, If you're a streamer, this might be the game to stream. Not because it's going to be graphically intense. It's going to look like God of War. I don't know if it is or it's not. But I know that you could find something that I may never find. Whether that be a planet, a ship piece, because you could build your own ships, a weapon, a mission, whatever. I think the potential for this game is huge. My question to you is, how big do you actually think this game is going to be?
4: Oh, I think it's going to be massive. I think, I think it's going to be massive. And I think, I think, I think we're all going to be pleasantly surprised. It's going to boil down to gameplay though. That's really, what's going to be the factor here. Like when you show up at that planet to just, I mean, I think when you initially say, Oh, one planet's going to be the size of Skyrim. And it's like, if we have to walk around that whole thing, that's going to be like, goodbye life. Goodbye. Any other game goodbye, (laughs) you know, everything. But If it's the kind of thing where you're scanning this planet, maybe for a particular item, you, you know, depending on what the, what the sprint is like in the game or how we can traverse these planets where it can be much faster than, you know, maybe we can, again, I I don't, I don't know. We don't have a ton of details, right? So, so how, how all that plays out or, and as we level up, what does that kind of stuff look like? It's really going to boil down to the gameplay to keep to keep things moving. Cause if we're just walking around planets, the size of Skyrim, I don't know. I think there could be some fatigue that sets in, unless there are a lot of things that are keeping our interest. Maybe the combats, you know, really good. And, and like Daniel was saying, there might be some planets that it's like, Hey, there's, there's a few resources here. I scoped it out. And now I'm, now I'm getting on my way and going, going to the next one. So it's really going to boil down to, to that balance and, and, and how, how the gameplay uh pans out. The idea of of exploration, the idea of streaming and having people watch the stream that may have there's a good chance have not seen what they've experienced and are probably playing at the same time and being in chat like there's such a cool community aspect to that, right? Of everybody playing at the same time, chatting, I just found this, I just found that, this is super cool, you know, whatever that case may be, I'm I'm here for it. That will definitely be what happens. On some of my streams uh and so it i'm very hopeful i'm very hopeful they they've been able to look at other games like uh n- what is it called one man's lie or no man's sky and um <laughs> and uh, uh and and look at some of the some of the misses right some of the some of the missteps and hopefully be able to 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 recognize those maybe and just really craft something that is going to, uh, really just, it, it honestly, I really hope it kind of is that like monumental game where people are like, remember when we couldn't do this and now, and now we can. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm really hopeful for, uh, for, for this game.
0: I, I, well, I like what you're putting down. Uh, listen real quick, before we move on to the last topic of the show, this, this one you're not going to find it in any other podcast only because i think uh when you admit, when we say the word transparency i think it's something we do to a 10th degree on this channel i'd like to believe everyone on this panel it, it feels that way about being transparent I, I i do think it's worthy of a conversation and what am i talking about uh it was announced on xbox wire uh that uh, the, uh that they microsoft xbox They released their first ever digital transparency report, which puts the clear numbers and expectations behind the work that we do to protect players and moderate the content on the platform. But before I get into that story, and that's going to be a brief one, like I said, not the biggest story of the day, but one that I find very relevant I do want to catch up on some of the Super Chats. We got Highlander001, who drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, My wife, which she's awesome, got me a PlayStation 5 with the God of War bundle. And it also came with Horizon for uh, Forbidden West playing while he's watching the podcast or listening. Well, good for you, brother. That is a really good deal. Two big AAA games in one console. That's pretty dope. Uh, I cannot wait to play both games. Just want to play great games. Nothing wrong with that. Drawn TJ drops an additional 5 dollar super chat and says, I say for the holidays, put the Series X for 400 which I don't think they would go that low, but 450 would be pretty good, and have it come with Halo, Call of Duty, which they can't because it's marketed by PlayStation, and Forza Horizon, that they could with Game Pass Ultimate in a bundle. Yeah, if you added a, uh, Forza and, uh, and, and Halo, that would be pretty big. Uh, Brett Bingham, good friend of the pro- uh, program, who's been a channel member for a month. Brett, thank you so much for that. He drops a five dollars super chat and says, assuming each planet average size is the size of Skyrim, and Todd said that there are over one thousand plus planets, it would be three times the size of the cruise map, fifteen times fifteen uh, k uh in in miles. So yeah, that's it's it's going to be crazy how big that game is. But I I do want to talk about this transparency report. Now, look, for being a little former law enforcement, bullying is something that I've always been a part of uh, in enforcing uh, because I was a youth officer for almost my entire career. I spent a lot of times uh, in, in, in going into schools. As a matter of fact, I went back to the school I graduated in 89, went back in 97 as the school cop, as the youth officer. It is a dream come true. I even got a chance to see some of my teachers. So being there was incredibly important because bullying is a thing. It actually happens. People have you've heard the stories uh go on rampages and they hurt other people because they were bullied. Some some unfortunately take their own lives. Uh and bullying on the internet is something that unfortunately happens. Uh bullying or racism or sexism or genderism if you will uh, uh, sexual orientation; these things are challenged, and people are bullied for these things uh, on s- not only social media but in the gaming space, folks. Now, this may not be a story. Maybe you're tuning out. Be like, ah, boom. What does he know? I'm here to tell you that it's important to me. That's why we're talking about it, uh, and that's I think it's important to Microsoft and folks. If you didn't know, okay, according to this report they suspended millions and millions of accounts for some for as long as six months this year alone and i think that them being you know quote-unquote transparent with this is important because you don't see sony talking about this i mean i don't know who goes online josh you can tell me about who actually goes on the two people that go online for the Nintendo Switch, it's probably two to ten people at best. But there is there is a growing problem. And I, I want to go first to you, Josh. You, you obviously are a major part of this community. You, are, you interact with thousands of people. Uh, sometimes you get thousands of people watching one of your uh, TikTok or Twitch streams when you play Mario Kart. Seeing Microsoft put this report out, I want to get your opinion on this. Is this a relevant conversation that we are having right now? And should more developers, publishers, and platforms have this same conversation?
4: It yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The more they can do, the better, right? One of the things that is incredibly important to me is creating a safe place online. Yes. Right when people are on my streams, when they're uh When, when they're, when they're gaming with me, it's, it's funny because like my Twitch stream, the majority of the people watching are all moderators because I just don't put up with anything. Right. And it, and those same people understand the culture that we're going for, and they understand that we are creating a safe place. And so there were plenty of times this last weekend that there was a good mix of, uh, of men and women. Joining me in my stream, feeling safe, feeling like their voice can be heard, feeling like they can they can be a part of the gaming community without getting hit on, without without getting bullied with any of the without any of the shit, right? And Super important, um,
0: dude. Uh, it, comfort in an in, in a space is relevant to, and it should be relevant to every any conversation.
4: It's it's so frustrating. I mean, remember the early days of, of Xbox Live and stuff, and if a lady spoke. It was like everybody was trying to get a date and it's just like, what, like, can she not just play some Crimson Skies or, you know, like, like I I remember a time in particular where I could hear, I could hear my, uh, my wife playing with some guys and I could tell they were flirting with her and I came out, I grabbed the controller. I just completely smoked them and then, (laughs) and then they were like. Man, you're actually right. I
2: that was <laughs> this that was a, a passive aggressive way to get them out of the way for you. I see what you did, there, Josh. You're like, hey baby, how are you you're like, hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me let me take you to school real, plumbles, real quick. Right. So,
4: <laughs> but I mean, it it's it, it's super important. It's it's such a tough thing because it's like you're talking about like waves and waves of and these people just create new accounts. Right. And so the banning system, you know, I, it's going to have to continue to, to, to get better, be on an IP level, like really give these people consequences for, for, for their actions. Cause it's not hard to not be a dickhead. It's not, you can, you can play your game. It can be enjoyable for you and it can be enjoyable for everybody else. And the thing is, what's crazy is I like yesterday we had an in-depth discussion on why Super Mario uh Galaxy 1 and 2 like which one was better right and hearing everybody's voice and hearing everybody's opinion but watching people step lightly and it's like no just 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 speak your mind like we it's okay that we don't that we don't agree and uh and it was really fun because you've got not only do you got you you've got men and women there you've got you've got a complete different, like the demographic of the age group from, from older people to younger people, where they some of the people that grew up with the Wii and Mario Galaxy was their first Mario, they're like, it's the best game ever made, right? But I mean, I know that Mario 2 wasn't the Super Mario Brothers 2 wasn't the, the best Mario game, but the nostalgia it's my I have least for
0: favorite it. of all of them, honestly.
4: Sure. Yeah. It's not, it, 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 but for me, my best friend who I lost at 19, that's what we grew up playing together. I hear that music, I'm immediately taken back, right? Like there's a there's a nostalgia factor there. And so just getting more voices out, hearing more people talk because they feel like they're in a safe place, I, I love it. I love that I'm able to hear, and this isn't, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, anything like that, but it's it's very much a goal for me to have more people's voices heard so that they can feel like they're part of the of of the community in a bigger way and getting rid of the assholes that are keeping people's voices silent i'm all about it
0: dude i i could not have said it any better uh i do want to want to bring this back around uh to uh daniel daniel McGee. uh i got some stats in front of me and and they're 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 quite shocking Uh, according to the report and again this comes to us with news.xbox.com uh I will add this to the show notes when we're done. So when you check out this on Video On Demand, you can click on it and read for yourself. According to the report, the Xbox team has issued more than 4.33 million proactive enforcements against, uh, against accounts, uh, representing 57% of total enforcement in the reporting period. I think that that is big. I, I, I listen. Uh, Josh just said it. I, I you know we try to keep the cursing d- down to a minimum, but he's right. Assholes do exist, and they should be silenced. The folks that are here for a good time, the folks looking to get away from the crappy world that currently exists, need to have a safe space. And I absolutely, one thousand percent commend Microsoft for not only doing this because obviously. They're, you know, when you suspend someone, they're not spending money on your platform because they're like, "Well, f you Xbox." But I think that, but money, this proves that money isn't everything. What are your thoughts on the report?
3: Yeah, so I mean, I think it's great, right? First of all, that's a really high number, which is, and that's just this year. Yeah, which is, I mean, like it's a good thing that they're blocking people. I'm kind of. Sad that it was that that it had to be that many. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of people doing things they shouldn't be doing. Um, all Call of Duty players, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, they're all flocking to the system. Uh, and you know, it's a. Uh, I'd be interested to see the breakdown on like exactly what it was that happened you know like if it was you know because i I doubt most of the people were like permaband it was probably like hey a week or a month or whatever right um so i'd like to see what the breakdown on that was um but it's you know it's important it's important to make sure that the people who are playing games on your platform can do so without having to put up with a, a handful of idiots right and i know it's like four million people so that doesn't sound like a handful but we compare that to the well, i mean what are we at like 25 was the last reported number for game pass subscribers alone and like yeah there's probably way more that are just playing on xbox live uh, i don't know what the numbers are I don't, I don't know if they report on xbox live numbers anymore um but uh it's it's just it's it's mandatory right if you're trying to reach more people you want to make sure that when those people get onto your platform that they have a good time and that's not going to happen if they jump on and they're immediately you know greeted by like og xbox racial slurs and stuff right so it's it's really it's really good to hear that they're taking it seriously right they they clearly have a system that's working that's keeping a good number of people who are problematic at at least out of the general pool of of the public uh and i it's i think that's great you know it's i forget what game it was but there was a um i think it was a fighting game or something maybe a shooter where whenever they caught somebody cheating they wouldn't ban them from the game they would just like lock them away in a cheater's lobby where like when they played the game, they just played against other people who had been caught cheating. I love that. So That's it was just great. like a complete mess. And I, I almost wonder if that would be a funnier thing to do with people who are banned for like, you know, hate speech or anything like that. Um Because it'd be like you stick them all together and just <laughs> may, maybe somebody else in there is more toxic to than them. And they'll be like, is that what I've been doing to people? <laughs> Is that what I is that what I'm sounding like? This is awful. Like I need to be better. You know, like a like a scared straight program for video games. I, lo- I love it. I think you're on so the
1: stabby big stabby a Futurama. Oh, is this yeah. what I've been doing to people? I belong this in here. Is crazy. <laughs> yeah,
3: I think that'd be great. Um but you know, it's on one hand it's sad that they had to, you know, do that to that many people, but I'm glad that they did, because the people who weren't banned are better off for it um and yeah. you know i play a lot of multiplayer games on my xbox and i'm sure we all do um and it's been a long time since i've run into like really truly problematic players i mean there's been some griefers on like sea of thieves but that's honestly like kind of what that game is so yeah yeah
0: that's why, that's why i don't play it because it, um, exactly I i don't feel like spending an hour looking for treasure getting 10 treasure chests only get yeah. robbed <laughs> at the, at the, at just as I'm putting them in there because that's happened to me and I'm like yeah you know what I'm yeah. sorry this is just came for me uh,
4: most of my time in Sea of Thieves has been in the brig because I went two pirates, stole our own ship and people didn't like that so that's <laughs> there you go uh,
0: listen uh, Umbra let's get your opinion on this 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 is something that's important uh, for gaming because uh, people matter people's uh, you know people feeling safe people Not being called racial, racial, you know, racial or being attacked racial that's motivated by race, creed, color, sexuality, whatever, is important. Uh, I don't see these kind of uh, reports coming out of uh, PlayStation. I don't see them coming out of Nintendo. I don't think that they honestly care. I like the fact that Microsoft, it does care and that they're willing to lose money by suspending people for these acts of digital violence. Uh, if you will, what, what are your thoughts on this, dude?
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's uh, great in the sense that they Microsoft takes very seriously. Um, what's the word? I'm, they take very seriously molding their online community and such like that. You know, I, I really appreciate that fact. Um, they have a ways to go in some other areas, though. So the transparency and everything like that is really nice. But then that Microsoft could can go too far with some things. And
0: that's true. They they, yeah. they sometimes they overreach and mm-hmm. on one thing and don't reach farther enough for others. That you're you're hundred exactly. percent in saying so. Yes.
2: Exactly. And somebody in the comment on one of the tweets had posted how he had did a look for a group, um, for I believe for modern warfare or something like that, right? And he basically just put he kind of abbreviated all the words so he can get it out of there. Like, Hey, I'm going to, I need MDD plus blah, blah, blah. No, you know, be chill. you know, basically telling people be relaxed on the mic and such. He got banned for that. Whoa. Because, so people yeah, see that. That's one of the yeah.
0: errors that happens that need to be fixed. Yeah, exactly.
2: So sometimes I, a lot of these numbers could be because of, you know, I guess miscommunications like that, where they thought somebody was saying something, Untoward, as they would say, but yeah, I I do appreciate that the fact that they take very seriously getting their online part right in all facets and being welcoming to all people, and it's like you said, boom. And that's why I mentioned Call of Duty. The uh, part of the reason why I don't care for Call of Duty multiplayer <laughs> is because of the racist type stuff that you'll hear. It's disgusting. And yeah, it is, but, and I've heard it. And it, it's crazy how that. Can I mean, I
0: understand you. because my brother's African American. A lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. my adopted brother is, and we've been we, we've been playing Halo for years. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, uh, we've heard those that kind of rhetoric, which made us kind of stop playing.
2: Yeah. It can happen, and that's probably that's probably why I do prefer, you know, playing customs and such. Because when I play Halo and I get online with other people, if I just go and join a game, I'm not talking to them. My mic is off, you know, I'm playing, just hearing the sounds off my TV. But if it's custom, I get to talk to people in the community and yep. play with them. But, yeah, it's It's really deflating once you're playing a game like that and you hear this and these people, you know, obviously they, they – they, they wouldn't say this to you in person, but they, they want to grief you. They want to upset you. So they're going to say all this nonsense and things like that. And it's, it doesn't have to just be racist. It's like you said, sexism, it could be anything and people making fun of genders, whatever it may be to, yes. to demoralize somebody else. Indeed. And it, and it can be tiresome. Um, Absolutely. Especially if you constantly do it, I couldn't ma- imagine constantly jumping on modern warfare and hearing, ah, oh, you, you know, this, or that. <laughs> and that's, and that's a staple of modern warfare for them to for people to yell and scream at each other it's like part of the it's part of the game itself almost now it's a feature but yeah i i I applaud microsoft for stepping forward like that and, and trying to get their online part you know nailed when it comes to that in the community it's like uh like both danny and also josh pointed out really it 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 does matter when you have people who can all you know can all join in and talk on a discussion without Worry of of being feeling excluded or whatever for whatever reason because somebody decided to be an ass. So, absolutely,
0: I love it. I love this conversation again. Small topic of the show, uh, but one that's worthy of our time. Hopefully, you find it uh, worthy of yours enough to hit the like button. If you're new, consider subscribing. I see a lot of new uh, uh, faces here or, or names, I should say, not really faces. Uh, if you're enjoying the content, please consider subscribing. We are a pinch away from 11.4K. I uh, would love to hit 12, but I don't know if we have uh, an, an enough time in 2022 to hit 12K. Uh, we just need a pinch over 600. Uh, if you can help share this channel out, let people know that this is a real chill show that brings lots of information. It would be greatly appreciated. And let's get uh, Justin uh, saying's final uh, um opinion on this for you you're a parent you you said you you said your son is six years old he's going to get older he's going to be playing online you want a safe space for him to play and you don't want him to be attacked for whatever some of these morons and and and, and psychotic bastards want to do be, you know and, and treat people what what are your thoughts of this this new report this transparency report Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, doling out big numbers for people that they've banned for
1: this kind of rhetoric. Uh, It's great Um, because, I mean, I was that nerdy kid. You know, I played Magic the Gathering. I had, you know, a couple friends. I I was picked on at school and video games were my escape. That's where I felt accomplished. It's where I felt achievements. And to have somebody say that, oh, you don't deserve a safe space. You know you need to grow up no no sometimes people need that place to be able to relax and be part of a community and feel like they belong somewhere and i'm saying that as somebody who you know i was picked on in high school i left high school i went into special operations in the military did seven deployments you know i've lived on both sides of it you know i've been a jock i've been a nerd and i i'm just me and to be picked on for who i am it, it would keep me out of a community like umbra said i don't i don't talk on call of duty because i feel and i know it's not the case but i feel like most of the people on there are complete garbage but uh it, it's just
0: it, it's it, it again we w- w- one of the things that i've learned especially as a police officer uh is that putting any race creed color group under an umbrella is never good but unfortunately online you do learn very quickly That people feel uh, like they, because they're the keyboard, as I like to call them, keyboard cowards, they can say what they want because there's no ramifications for it. Trust me, as former law enforcement, I've locked up people, I've knocked on their door for threats digitally. And I've worked with detectives to do so. And they're always very sure, oh, I didn't know this could happen. Well, now you're in a pair of handcuffs and now you're being charged with a felony because you, you threatened to kill someone over state lines. It happens. It's real be sensible about how you say things to people, but please continue.
1: Yeah. And it's just, you know, I thrived when I received support from a community and when I had people around me who were helping me do my best. And, uh, we're, we're holding a lot of people back by not promoting them and by not, by not putting them forward. And, a lot of these people that enjoy playing these games and bullying people are only here because of the pe- exact people that they bully. And it's just nonsensical and idiotic. It makes, there's no place for it in my world. And if, if that's who you are, stay away. I don't need you.
0: I, I agree. I, I think everyone Not this is, this is the topic. I wasn't sure we were going to get a chance to get to. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy and proud that we did again. You know, if, if you tuned out, because this isn't your bag, I'm not going to fault you for it. I wouldn't even dare say, I say, listen, it's not your bag. But I think that for the channel that is run uh, from former law enforcement, uh, both my wife and myself, we, we find it important to have these conversations. This is certainly a topic that I very uh, highly doubt you're going to hear in any other shows. And I'm proud that we are here with these grown men on the panel to talk about something as important as cyberbullying because it is a real thing, and I love the fact that Microsoft is answering that call. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this week's new episode of the Xbox Factor podcast. I want to thank the uh, four hundred and I think seventy people that we had here. We missed five hundred by a pinch. If you are new to the channel, please consider subscribing. If you are not, uh, you know, it's, if you're still here. Before you get out of here, hit the like button. It does help more than you know. Let's get to the outros. Justin Sane, welcome back, brother. Thank you so much for being here. Sell your brand, brother. What do you got going on? And hey, I'm just people reach out to you on social media.
1: Yep. Sorry about that, Boom. I am uh, Justin Sane uh, here on YouTube. Justin Sane, J- capital J, capital S, 85 on uh, Twitter. And uh, Justin Sane, capital J, capital S on uh, YouTube. One thing that I saw uh, 2KZ254 say, um, it's becoming the holidays. Um, reach out to me on Discord, um, Xbox, anywhere. If you're having problems, like serious mental problems, now is a big time that people start off themselves and it's not good. I saw a lot of it in the military. I'm sure Boom saw a lot of it in the police force. It's, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's a good public announcement, brother. Thank you for that reach out this time of year you don't even have to follow me man just if you're having problems you know i embarrassed myself the other day daniel McGee posted a gif and it was a sad batman i uh instantly that's what's on my mind you know being from the military okay what's going on i reached out to him made an idiot of myself but you know i would have made, been a little bit cringy and reached out then there have been an actual problem no so, yeah, you know, i you know,
3: really appreciate that don't don't oh, feel bad about that at all that was that was yeah. great
1: Oh, yeah, I'm still a little embarrassed about that, by the way. No, but uh, yeah, but, but don't hope. It's not going to stop me in the future if I think somebody needs help. And uh, reach out no matter what side you're on. It's uh, Now is not the time to be losing somebody.
0: It's also not a time to be alone. Uh, like I said, my DMs are open. I have talked
1: people off the ledge
0: multiple times, not only in my police career, but in my YouTube career. Uh, and I think that uh, it's incredibly important that sometimes all you need is a kind ear or shoulder, and I have big ones, uh, I have, well, I kind of have big ears, but I also have big shoulders because, well, I used to work out a lot and, uh, well, there you go. But listen, if you're having issues, if you're having doubts, if you're having questions that you might do something that could potentially hurt yourself, do reach out to someone, whether that be a parent, a best friend, a lover, a next door neighbor, whoever, whoever, Somebody in the community that you watch Uh, There are a lot of people that are willing to listen And I think that is uh, a great Great way for you to do your Outro Justin thank you for that Infinite Umbra sell your brand Brother and tell us what's going on With that court battle with risk it for the Biscuit are you going to get your Infinite name back oh yes Oh yes we're
2: going through tight (laughs) litigation right now Uh, I think I got him on a ropes I love it you know he's over There ah, brother you sure you want to do this This not, But you know
4: but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no,
2: but yeah, um, you guys, uh, thank you all for coming out to support us. Thank you, Boom, for of course, for having having me. And um, yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter on the Umber Infinite or Infinite Umber. You'll find me either way. And uh join us Friday on the infinite uh Xbox Infinite, excuse me, podcast on at eight o'clock. Oh, excuse me. Now we have the time switch now because of yes, uh, daylight yes, yes, yes. So it's seven o'clock Easter now. You guys can join us Uh 6 o'clock for me here in Chicago. Uh, we had a bit of an issue with that. We had Dealer come through last week, and he's on the same time zone as me. And we were like, they hit me up. They're like, Amber, where are you, man? We're about to start. I'm like, what? I'm like, we got an hour. They're like, no, it's it's already starting now. I'm like, Oh, I like, hate oh, when that happens,
0: dude. Yeah. yeah, you're
2: running. Yep. So, yeah, uh, 7 o'clock Eastern now, you all can join us for that. And it's on Risk it's channel. <laughs> um and we have a guest i forgot her name at the moment sorry to say but she's not exactly super well known that's but, um, you know
0: what yeah. i love those kind of guests mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that more shows should open up their doors to more people that don't have 50 100 1 million subscribers i i, I think that I absolutely uh, agree. allowing voices of every that's the only reason member. i'm here yeah i mean listen yep. dude it, th- th- that's one of the things and again i don't want to jump on your your outro but it's important to Double Barrel Gaming uh, to invite new voices uh, and get different opinions uh, on this show. If you're ever wanted to uh, to read, you know, you wanted to get your shot, you know, get your bucket list checked off and you want to be on one of my shows, one of five shows that I do weekly or some of the other uh, shows that you listen to, like the infinite uh, the Xbox infinite podcast, reach out to risk it, reach out to myself. And we'll make that happen. But mm-hmm. please continue.
2: No, just to give you credit for that, Boom. I mean, I, I remember you reaching out to me during that. And like, and like you guys, you know, I don't I don't look at myself in any elevated situation or anything like that. The like yeah. guys in the chat, as much like you all, you all have great takes. You all have great opinions. Uh, you know, people had seen me in the community and were like, you know, talking about me often because they often saw me talking. I'll be in spaces, whatever it may have been. And Boom saw me. He was like, hey, why don't you come up here? Blah, blah, blah. And, The rest was history and he invited me in and that was it. So uh just to give you a credit there, boom, you absolutely do reach out to the community. Thank you, brother. I appreciate appreciate that about you. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that about you. And you know, for uh for the guys in chat, I saw some of you mentioning, you know, some of the hardships of going through dealing with like what the fellas were just talking about a second ago. Absolutely. My my DMs are also always open if you, you know. And of course, if you ever see me online on Xbox, you're always welcome to come in and talk with us. Um And that's really it. And uh, thank you guys for coming out, like I said, out out to support us every every time, every Tuesday.
0: I definitely appreciate that very much. Daniel McGee. you got a compliment on your DC uh, (laughs) uh, 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 upload the other day. I I love to see that it's getting some some likes and success. Talk about your YouTube channel, where the people could subscribe, and more importantly, where could people strike up a conversation on? social media. Listen, look at that. I was about to do a loop de loop and I fell. That's crazy. <laughs> Don't yeah, I've get caught me, folks. Uh, that's all I've been laughing
3: at some of these uh, some of these <laughs> <I love it. laughs> these gameplay clips for a while. Uh, but uh, but yeah so you can find me on Twitter at Daniel J McG or on YouTube at just Daniel McG. Um, I think there's like three Daniel McGee's on YouTube. I'm getting pretty close to being the biggest one, so I'm really hoping nice. that we can do that soon. There's one guy who uploaded like five videos about coffee like six years ago, and he's got a, he's got more subs than me, and I, I don't I don't care for it. Um, we I will we not stand for the about, shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, I won't stand for this. What's this, this malarkey guy got? This malarkey. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we usually talk about video games, but like you mentioned, my most recent video is I'm starting a series where we're rewriting the DCEU in a way that I uh, think is better, because I think we can all agree the DCEU needed a, a little bit of work, a little bit of, a little bit of change, uh, and I've been getting a lot of feedback on it, most, most of it good, some of it uh, <laughs> not so good, but uh, I'd love for you guys to come on by and uh, let me know what you think.
0: Definitely appreciate that. And TikTok Josh,
3: my brother, he has
0: an incredible channel. He has an incredible TikTok that has thousands of followers, but he also is offering a service to anyone that might be interested in podcasting that might need some coaching. And we all need some coaching there. Talk about it, Josh. Where can people get that information and reach out to you on social media?
4: Yeah, I'm N64 Josh everywhere. And it's you guys are talking about this time of year being tough. Like, I've been in the content game for 13 years, coming up on 14 years, and it can be lonely. It can be like to be completely honest, it there have been times that it has been very dark, and that's what like that's why I know I'm supposed to be doing this coaching. And so if you want to, if it 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 whether you're wanting to get started. Maybe you need content strategy. Maybe you just need an ear. Uh, you can schedule a fifteen-minute discovery call with me and see if it's something that's a good fit, and then we can uh, we can go from there. But I just have such a passion for creators because I've been in it so long, and there is it, it. Like I said, it can be it can be super lonely, and so and not to mention, I know I know because of all my experience, I can help you get your channels to whole other levels. Like that's especially right now, there's more opportunity than ever before with with TikTok and YouTube shorts and uh even even Instagram and Pinterest of all things that for you to for you to grow your brand. And so um that's that's what i'm here for so there's a link in all my bios whether it's on twitter or tiktok or or instagram where you can connect with me and schedule that i host a number of podcasts the nintendo powercast we just started a brand new show called pokey news now the halo infinite podcast is going to be coming back now that uh now that we're we're playing it again and we got positive things to say yep yeah and so just just a lot a lot a lot going on I'm, a, I'm 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 very busy i've been streaming a ton like i said i'm going to be in philly at the beginning of uh december at pax unplugged and we are going to be doing that meetup and i would love to meet anybody that's uh that's listening to this and uh and just wants to hang out we're going to be uh yard yard brewing i think is what it's called it looks like it can it can house a lot of people so you know come on out for that'll be a good time
0: nice good stuff everyone uh real quick caper grant six nine two member for one year thank you brother for that generosity. Uh, he says, uh, actually it's been for 17 months. Holy matrimony. He says, great show guys. Well, thank you so much for the compliment and thank you for being here and a part of X, uh, of Xbox uh, of, uh, well, you're part of Xbox, but thank you for being a channel member of double barrel gaming. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this week's new episode of the Xbox factor podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And we hope that you had a good time and you enjoyed the constant banter. Uh, please consider subscribing and hitting the like button on your way out. Uh, obviously, I want to say a big thank you to all the super chats. Those obviously help the sh- the show grow in regards to equipment. Uh, you know, uh, programs that help me build. You know, up the, uh, the thumbnails, the artwork, and of course the giveaways that we do. Uh, and of course, I'm going to close out the show, folks, with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my father taught me when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others. How hey, you want to be treated and also doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast.